Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to ADHD Chatter, my brand new podcast that I honestly think is going to help so many people. I want to break apart the stigma and help show the world that someone living with ADHD or other related neurodivergent conditions is a huge asset to the community, both professionally and personally. My name is Alex Partridge. I'm the founder of Unilad and Lad Bible, speaker, investor. I'm a father to a beautiful little French bulldog, and I've recently been diagnosed with ADHD. And ever since my diagnosis, I've been on a mission, having conversations with as many people with ADHD as possible so I can better understand how my brain works. And it was during these conversations that I had the idea for this podcast. I mean, if I'm going to be chatting to a lot of people about their ADHD, I might as well make the chats public, right? After all, they're packed full of entertaining stories, overflowing with advice and full of practical tips to help you lean into the strengths and avoid some of the pitfalls that come with having a brain that operates, well, a little differently. These conversations are raw, they're unfiltered and they're unpredictable, and they will be published one at a time every Tuesday morning. Your ADHD brains are in for a treat. I have some truly incredible guests lined up. But in this first episode, I wanted to quickly say hello. You probably know me from LinkedIn. Maybe you're one of the unfortunate people who saw that picture of my bottom. Sorry about that. Or maybe you're one of the people who saw my post back in December announcing that I was starting the assessment process for ADHD. Thanks, by the way, to all the people who messaged me with advice and support. I'm going to be brutally honest here. I was a little bit hesitant to make that post, to announce to the world that I suspected I had ADHD. I was aware of a stigma, and I stupidly thought that if I made that LinkedIn post, it might damage my professional reputation. Just to put some context to this, I'm 34 years old, and when I was growing up, I was exposed to a lot of messaging in the playground that suggested to have ADHD meant that you were a problem child and that you were going to throw rocks at people and that you were going to smash windows and generally be a nuisance to everyone. It's a stigma that I think is still alive today to a lesser extent, but it's still there. 
And the more I became aware of this unhelpful stigma, the faster I realised that it was absolutely essential that I announce my ADHD suspicions. I was never a problem child. I never gave my parents or school any trouble. I never smashed any windows, although I did used to stare through them and daydream quite a lot. And I was never a general nuisance, although I did annoy myself all the time with my wandering mind and painful inability to sometimes complete certain tasks. So I thought to myself the stereotype must be wrong. And I therefore, it's essential that I announce my ADHD suspicions to the world and that I join the growing number of people who are speaking out and helping break apart the stigma and to create a more balanced narrative around what it's really like to live with ADHD. After all, I didn't relate to the ADHD stereotype. However, the psychiatrist who gave me my assessment told me my ADHD was clear as hell. I love my ADHD, but I'm also aware enough to know my own strengths and I'm experienced enough to know my own weaknesses. Although I was a bit confused by the label ADHD, I don't think I've ever had a deficit of attention. If anything, I've had too much attention. My problem is sometimes having little control over where that attention goes. I've always been impulsive, but I've always been massively creative as well. I've always struggled with concentration and focus, but I've always been a great problem solver and excellent in a crisis. I've always been extremely sensitive to rejection, and I'm pretty sure every person I've ever spoken to thinks I'm rude because I have a habit of zoning out mid-conversation. Plus, I never remember their names. But I think the most frustrating ADHD trait is the boom and bust cycle. You know, the one where you get a new idea, you get ridiculously excited about it, you stay up all night researching it, you hyper-focus on it for days. You're convinced this amazing idea is your new purpose in life. But then three days later, your motivation has fallen off a cliff, you're sat there in your PJs, burnt out, and wondering why you thought it was a good idea to paint the spare bedroom bright yellow. I was convinced I was going to be the next best interior designer. But now I look at the paintbrush and I have absolutely zero motivation to pick it up. I started something and failed to finish it again. Funnily enough, it was in the aftermath of my biggest boom and bust episode that I thought about getting assessed for ADHD. It was at the start of 2021, I had this amazing idea to start a business podcast called Walk Away Wiser. It was going to be like the diary of a CEO, but with less cringe and less crying. Watch out, Stephen Bartlett, I'm coming for you. I impulsively ordered everything you need to produce a world-class podcast. The best cameras, the best lighting, the best everything. I converted my main bedroom into a state-of-the-art, soundproofed recording studio. I hired a producer, I hired a video editor and a studio technician. Within two days, I had booked 15 famous business leaders to come onto the podcast. I stayed up all night sending out the invites. I was too excited to even attempt to sleep. Fast forward three days, the doorbell rings. It's the postman delivering all of my podcast equipment. I couldn't be less enthusiastic. All of my excitement had disappeared. I waited six weeks to see if the motivation would return. Maybe I was ill. I wasn't ill. I was experiencing the bust. I put all of the podcast equipment back in the boxes and sold it all on eBay. I emailed all of those famous business leaders and told them the podcast was going in a new direction and I would no longer require their participation. This, of course, was a lie. The podcast wasn't going in a new direction. It wasn't going in any direction. And I was too ashamed to tell the truth. I was too embarrassed to tell these people that I had simply lost interest in this project. So my great idea for a podcast called Walk Away Wiser made its way into the graveyard of my great ideas that never made it past the first week. 
This was my most expensive boom and bust cycle and it was the one that made me really take notice of this pattern of behavior. So I started Googling things like, I get obsessed over a new project but then suddenly lose interest. And it wasn't long before ADHD was mentioned. And then I made the mistake of searching the ADHD hashtag on TikTok. Whoa, there's a load of crap on there. But the more I watched, the more I actually saw myself in the videos and knew I had to get assessed. It was clear that I had some challenges, but it was also clear I had some amazing strengths. All of the coping mechanisms I had been using suddenly became obvious. Before, I just assumed that that's what everyone did. I had created systems subconsciously which allowed me to maintain some structure whilst I pursued my entrepreneurial ventures. Now, some things work for some people, some things don't work for other people. So it's not always helpful to just reel off a list of things that you do. For example, if some one more person tells me to focus on my breath work, oh, like, just please don't. But this is a few things I do. I do have a big visual calendar on my desk. I don't know how I would cope without it. It would be my number one piece of advice for anyone struggling with organization and time management. I've tried using the calendar on my phone, but it's pointless because I forget to look at it. I time block my days. I break my days up into hour sections that I commit, and I commit one specific thing to each hour. For example, every morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. is social media content creation time. This also prevents me from trying to multitask. My brain thinks it can do a lot of stuff at the same time, but in reality, it gets overwhelmed and ends up doing nothing at all. But with time blocking, I force myself to only do one thing at a time. This keeps things simple. It feels like I'm moving slowly, but it allows me to tick off lots of important tasks in a single day. And by the end of the week, that really adds up. Then I walk my dog. This is where 90% of my ideas are born. I try and move around as much as I can. I always pace up and down when I'm talking on the phone. And I have music playing in the background when I'm trying to complete a task. The music really has to connect with me. For me, that's musical theatre. A cheeky bit of Phantom of the Opera or The Lion King gives me a little bit of extra dopamine that makes completing that task a little bit easier. And when I'm exercising, it's got to be Eminem. Am I the only adhd -er who's obsessed with rap music? And of course, I love making lists. The feeling you get when you cross something off is amazing. I don't want to say too much in this first little introductory episode. I'll save it for the amazing ADHD chats I'm about to have with my guests. As I said, they're raw and unfiltered. No fancy studios, no fancy editing, just genuinely authentic chats about ADHD. Thank you for your support. I hope you get as much value and as much enjoyment as I got when I recorded these episodes for you. Let's jump straight in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.